1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoke and audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life.
3: Kesha and the Creepies is a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah, it just,
4: I had this experience where like all of a sudden I was like, (laughs) sounds so wild. No, I know. (laughs) I don't even know if I want to say this.
2: (laughs) I'm so here for
3: it. At Kesha and the Creepies, we are welcoming The fabulous, legendary, iconic Demi Lovato Hi, hi! oh my god Thank you for being here And you look fucking Fabulous, your hair so ex- I was so excited to see your hair Oh, thank you Thanks. <laughs> And I know it's a podcast and It's not creepy, it's just beautiful <laughs> But how long ago did you do your hair like this? <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: so, I well, Thank you for having me Of course. Um, I am so excited to be here and I've had my hair like this for I think like two
3: weeks now. Uh, just about I was like so excited today I was like I can't wait to see it in real life Oh <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> and Mine was black yesterday And then I was like you know what I feel like the light is coming this new year And I want to bring yeah. like, the blonde back And so now I'm like in this in between Kind of this isn't the final look We're in an in between right, right.
4: That That's how I feel about this Like I wanted to go like platinum like almost white And it's like my hair was so dark That it literally this is all it could do Uh, yet I have to get it like healthier to then I can take it lighter
3: that's we're on the same hair journey yes yes (laughs) especially after I don't know about you but for me like hair is such a big part of the whole thing
4: yeah it is to me it was more of like a spiritual and emotional thing rather than like oh I need a new look or whatever it was like I'd been putting my hair up in a ponytail for so long and And there's other reasons that I'll get into later, but you know, I'd been putting my hair up for so long that I was just over it. And then finally I feel like I feel more like myself, you know. I
3: love that. Yeah. You look stunning and radiant and gorgeous. (laughs) Thank you. I'm do You you look so beautiful. Girl. You look like a princess right now in your
4: (laughs) setup. It's amazing. And my queen chair. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) You're welcome.
3: The first question i ask everybody is Mm -hmm. are you a believer in the supernatural i am i so am okay me too yeah (laughs) hence the podcast yeah i was reading like through your instagram page and there was one post that you did that caught me in a way that was so bizarre because you articulated how i've felt about extraterrestrial life Mm -hmm. in such a public way where i was like holy shit like she's (laughs) going for it like this is how i think in my head and Uh someone is putting it out there in a perfectly articulated way so i just really wanted to ask you about your experience (laughs) in the desert with stephen greer how that came about what happened yeah okay so I've basically,
4: I've always been a believer. When I was young, I was very interested in the planets. And so for for Christmas one year, like I asked for a telescope and it was the only thing I asked for. So my parents went all out and got me this really nice one. And the problem was I, it was so nice. I didn't know how to use it. And so I never used it, but I've always been fascinated and just about, I've just always thought, you know, it would be so selfish of us to just assume that we're the only life form out there in the universe. And so over the past, I guess the past year, I've been doing a lot of research and it wasn't until, so I had watched Sirius uh, years ago, then this year I came across Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which was Dr. Greer's most recent film that he released. and. So I watched this documentary and it really piqued my interest in making contact. Like I'd always been a believer, but I'd never taken that next step to try to make contact. And so I did. And I just realized he he, he was really the one that articulated the importance of why we should look into this and what our civilization is facing as a threat if we don't look into this. And, and it, it gets really scary. So yeah, I just, I know the importance of it. And after researching into it, I ended up. There's an app that you can download, and I started using it. And then on my 28th birthday this year, which is really interesting, it's my year of Saturn return. Yeah, Um, Saturn uh, return, I have that tattooed on my Nice! (laughs) Yeah, so on my 28th birthday, I made contact for the first time. I meditated.
3: uh, Yeah, okay, I want to know what contact means.
4: Yeah, so basically me and um some of my best friends we had all gotten tested and so we were all together and it was I was like what can I do for my birthday this year that um will be safe and so we we I got a house in Palm Springs and I went out into the desert and on the night of my birthday we're all just like we had spent the whole day by the pool and um, that night, we're, I was like, you guys, I really would love to do a group meditation and try to make contact. And my best friends are all for it. So they were like, yeah, let's do it. So we did. We meditated for about 30, 45 minutes um together. And then we laid out under the stars and we were just staring up at the sky. And so what first happened was this... We played these tones, this app that you download, you, you play these tones, you meditate and then you play the tones and you wait for things to show up. And well, we did, we saw this bright light, we were all laying down on the ground. So it was just in the center of the sky. You also do this visualization where you try to direct the the ETs where you are. Like you, you visualize the Milky Way, then you visualize our sun to our solar system, then our planet, then the continent, then the country, then the you know state, then the city. Then, it, like wow. you go through this whole thing, and you you're kind of like make you're just putting a signal out there in case they are passing by, like a map,
3: like a like a pin.
4: Yeah, you're, you're giving them a pen and it's like this Google Earth type zoom that you do onto your location. while we were laying outside and all of a sudden we all look up and this big ball brighter than any object in the sky. One, this was around like 10 something p.m. So I think it was too late to be a satellite. Satellites only orbit at a certain time of night, I heard. Um, it wasn't a plane because the way that it just came into the sky... Right above us, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, guys, do you see this?" You know, we start freaking out a little bit, and then it just starts moving in these like directions that it's clearly not a plane. Then it stops. It goes down like a falling star almost, and then it stops again, and then it backs out. And the way that it backed oh, I just out, got <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It, there was, it, I literally was like, "Okay, so there's, there's no debunking that because." There's no, that wasn't a shooting star, that wasn't a meteorite, that wasn't a satellite, that wasn't a plane. So what the fuck else could it have been? And when that happened, I was shooting a, a talk show for Quibi and um, Dr. Greer was one of my guests on the show. And so when I interviewed him, we started talking and he he told me some really cool stuff and he also invited me out into the desert. And That's when the cool stuff, like a lot of cool stuff really started. That was just the first time. Yeah, that was the first time without Stephen Greer.
3: That was just on my own with my friends. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So we haven't even gotten to the crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because like that's what I've seen some light patterns in the sky and my boyfriend and I and he's more skeptical than me so i'm Mm -hmm. like there's the spaceships and he's like no (laughs) trying to explain it all away and then Uh it came back and started making different formations so that's about the level that what i've experienced and i'm the kind of person where i got to see it once i see it i believe it but i have to see it i have to feel it whatever it is right and so now i'm so curious how you took that further
4: so dr greer and i had talked about going to Joshua tree, um, because that's where he goes to make contact a lot of times. And so him and a group, uh, a few of people from his team, and then, um, me and once again, a couple friends of mine, um, all tested, uh, were negative. So we all went out into the desert. We did this thing. And basically, we, we lined up these, um, zero gravity chairs, like in a circle. And we had a sound bath going for the first 15, 20 minutes. Then we would do a puja. What is that? A puja, the best way that I can explain it is it was this meditation and it's kind of like you're giving thanks. I had never done it before. So this was my first experience with it. And Dr. Stephen does it whenever he goes to make contact. But puja's. I, I think it's a meditation that you can do to help raise the vibration or the frequency of everyone around you. I, I, I'm not really entirely sure, actually, but we did that and um, and we would just meditate. And then so the first night it was like an hour uh, before we saw anything. Maybe we looked up. In the sky, we would see these what Dr. Greer calls alleged shooting stars because we're in the desert. So, mo- you know, we can see everything. We probably saw a lot of shooting stars. So but there were there were times where we would see something shoot across the desert and then we would see a military plane come in right after. And it was mm. just weird because we're like, well, if that was a shooting star or whatever, why? What's the need for this military plane? And So at one point on the, the second night, first night we didn't see too much, but the the second night we saw the most activity. There was this really, really bright light. I caught a video on my phone.
2: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: savings products insured by ncua investment products are not insured not obligations of navy federal and may lose value snag a job is where america goes to hire
5: with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position So, visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
1: This is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
3: See, all of this would make me feel so fulfilled in my soul when I see things like this. It makes me feel right? okay. Right, because it,
4: there's a bigger purpose. It's so much bigger. And especially as us as artists, we live or we work in a career that's very... Um, so I mean it could be a very self-centered career. You oh, know, it where totally is. A very narcissistic kind of career. But when you start to see the bigger picture and you realize, "Hey, this isn't just about me and my music anymore. This is about how I can like raise the vibrations of other people and yes. and help elevate our planet's frequency to a, like I don't know, it's just it's so much bigger than us." And that's that's what gets exciting. And then when you're like when you make contact and you see that these beings are really rooting for us. And that's why they show up when we, when I try to make contact, you know, they show up 85, 90% of the time. And it's because the signal is out there and they're here again. And they're like, I, I truly believe in my soul. At least what I feel is these beings are like, they're doing the work. Let's show up for them. Let's pop in and give them a sign. They're on the right path. And so that's yes. why I continue to meditate and fill my home with crystals and all these things that our civilization has been kind of guided and directed that way on that journey for so long. I think self-discovery and self-growth is the key to evolution for humanity actually.
3: I agree with you and I feel like as two people that are in front of the world and sing songs, that's something I've realized especially this year too is it's more than just singing a song and hoping it's a hit song like and it can be so narcissistic because it feels like Mm -hmm. when you're about to go on stage and you're getting zipped up and you're putting your ears in and some drum sound sounds weird like it feels like you're it's the biggest deal in the whole world yeah and it is because I care about what I do and I want to do a great job but like it really isn't a big deal and now I'm kind of focusing more on like how can it be a part of raising the vibration of the entirety of the world not through me but like just putting intention behind everything I'm doing, just yeah. positive and like empowering. And I feel like you've always been that way too. just, even through your music face value, like confident things like that, where Thanks. you're just promoting people to feel the best that they can. And dancing, I think, is such a high vibration as well. And
4: just yeah, open minded. I've, I've been dancing a lot lately, too. Just like in my I have a, a dance studio in my new house. And so I've been dancing more. It's funny you say that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do a lot like. Yeah, it's all of that stuff. Anything that's gonna raise my vibration and in turn hopefully raise other people's vibrations, like that's the path and journey I'm on, you know?
3: I don't know. I just have like chills every time you're saying these things, it like resonates so much with my heart because it isn't just about me. It was when I first started and it was crazy, but now that I kind of have weirdly gotten used to the lifestyle, now yeah, I just wanna do things that bring awareness and I wanna listen and I wanna be guided and I wanna like it's almost like asking for help from the universe being like okay now i want to be of service to this planet because i see some people destroying the earth and like yes treating it like we're not totally dependent on this place we're living on like that's the confusing (laughs) part is we should be treating the earth with so much respect because we are in a symbiotic relationship where if she goes down so do we and i don't know how that's so lost on people
4: And that's why I think it's so important that no matter how many people look at me as quote-unquote nuts for thinking or believing in all of this, it's like, I know the importance is is that we have to declare
3: disclosure for the American people because... Demand it, like demand. Yeah,
4: we need to demand disclosure for our civilization because what lies in those secrets is not just the existence of unidentified flying objects or extraterrestrial beings. But what lies in those secrets is the technology that could save our planet from climate change and global warming. You know, the, that technology has been hidden along with all of this other information. And um, and it wasn't until talking to Dr. Stephen Greer that I really realized that and also watching his documentaries. But he's told me some really cool, cool things and and. Uh, But, oh, but what we saw I'm sorry, I was looking for that video No, don't be sorry, I'm
3: loving everything you're saying Which, again, like, I also loved Commander-in-Chief, like, when you put that out I was like, fuck yeah You are just such a badass And it's so weird, because you put in a post I think you put it in the post But if we would all meditate together I had this crazy thought a couple months ago Like, what if a bunch of artists Got together, and it wouldn't be everybody But at the stroke of midnight On whatever date, everyone just did one minute of oming. I just wonder what that would do for the planet. And I know that sounds insane and like some crazy thing that nobody would do. But what would happen? What would happen?
4: Because oming actually has health benefits. It can lower yeah. your it can um, help your immune system. There's so many things they can do. So not only is it like good for you personally, but collectively, like if if our fans were to also tune in and watch and meditate and om, they might be able to tap into something that there's gifts to meditation that I think we're all capable of accessing. Like I actually believe that everyone has psychic abilities if they um, meditate enough and are able to hone in on those gifts through meditation. The more and more I've meditated, the more little rewards I've gotten, which is, I used to think like, why meditate, right? I can't sit still, blah, blah, blah. It's like one, that's the whole purpose Two, (laughs) it, it. There is a reward system in a weird way. Like, I love jujitsu because there's a belt system, you know, you can you can work towards something. I was like, well, what's the point of meditation if you can't work towards something? Well, Mm -hmm. now I've realized that those things that you work towards are making contact. Uh, It's furthering your psychic ability. It's remote viewing. It's things like that that are like gifts that come with meditating, which is actually really beautiful. What is remote
3: viewing? I've never
4: heard of that before. So, remote viewing is where you can actually see something from where you are psychically, but in a different location. So, I could, rem- like, I can't do it yet, but, but yeah, you're working not on it. Not yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. But, like, I could describe the room that you're in. And, oh, wow. you know, it would have nothing to do with me being there before or whatever. It's just through psychic abilities. So, there's so yeah. There's, there's all these cool little things that, like, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess because music just doesn't do it for me like it used to anymore. Like, my life just became so much bigger than, than just music over the past year. It became about activism. It became about trying to save the planet, but also not putting that weight on my shoulders. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, don't <laughs> take on <sound> too much. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like, it's like, what can I do to, to help others this year? And, yeah it's been very freeing
3: well it's amazing because i can almost feel that it's okay not to be okay that song feels like it's being of service to people that need to hear that message so it Mm. is a song and it's a great song and your voice is fucking insane like we all know that (laughs) Um, yours No, I was, uh, I've like rewatched your documentary and just watching you sing is like, Uh, you might be an alien. I think maybe you're an alien. I take that as the highest compliment ever. (laughs) I mean, I mean it as the highest form of compliment ever. Thank you. (laughs) But I kind of feel you. I love music. I've always loved it. I've always had a passion for it and I love touring. But the main thing I love is bringing people happiness and connecting and that connection is what I think I missed. So much this year was like, I don't miss putting on the outfit. The assless chaps are like a cherry on top (laughs) for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's somehow becoming bigger than me, and I want to do more and have these kind of conversations and just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, explore the stuff that keeps life really magical and also ways to stay connected to each other and potentially to otherworldly or other dimensions things that we can't really explain but are there yes and it's almost taboo to talk about yeah
4: it, and that's what's it's frustrating to have uh, so many people kind of put you down for wanting to expand your perspective on life outside of human civilization you know it's people shouldn't shame you for wanting to believe in things
3: beyond our understanding. God, no. Shame should be, to me, I feel excited and like, I'm like, want to pick your brain because I want to know what you've seen. And I would love to raise my awareness. And then the people I talk to about it, like even just through talking about it on here, hopefully people listen to it. And we're not actually crazy people. Maybe we like (laughs) act like that on stage sometimes, but We're people that are just really connected to a lot of people. And if we can sit here and have a serious conversation about, I fully know that there's extraterrestrial life. I've seen it. I don't think I've had the contact that you've had, which I still have to hear more about. Yeah, I still got (laughs) to fill you in. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Don't be sorry. I'm like obsessed with this conversation because... It is almost like, quote unquote, crazy. And I hate that because it's some of the most natural experiences I've ever had, have been with things that are paranormal or supernatural. And I get a lot of people rolling their eyes or saying like, oh, that's kookadoo. And I didn't ask necessarily to see some of it. And now I'm opening my heart and being like, no, give me more. I want yeah, all of yeah. the access. Yeah,
4: yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely had some very, very, I've, I've had experiences of all kinds. The week that I was in Joshua Tree with Stephen Greer, we, I saw a bunch of stuff, whether it was a bright, bright light from across the distance that I caught on video. The first one, I, I don't really remember finding, but I will show you the, the, the second night. First of all, this blue orb kept oh my god beautiful it kept floating in front of us like 20 20 30 feet away and then when i would try to walk up to it it would just hop another 20 30 feet back so i could never chase it or get to it but i i was trying and at one point in the night i literally said meet me in my dreams let's let's hang out in my dreams we're calling it on the contact session tonight but you're welcome to come hang out in my dreams And Dr. Greer calls this blue orb kindness because they had an experience with the same blue orb in the desert where it actually healed somebody's hearing loss. And so they named it kindness, this E.T. And so another there. I don't know if you can see this, but there's these like two lights like two blue. Yeah, that was caught on camera that just showed up in some of the pictures. Is that the same thing as whoa that's insane Yeah and and that I watched float in front of my friend mod he he was sitting there and and it floated like right in front of his sleeve and I was just like I looked at Dr. Greer and I was like, do you see that? He was like, yeah, I was like, that's wild. And then when that's
3: all happening. Are you just like,
4: (laughs) are you freaking out? (laughs) I really love doing this. And I and I love meditating so much that it doesn't really it's to me. This is fun. Like I, I, I would choose a night of meditation over (laughs) like a night out at a club anytime, especially if it is going to result in contact. Yeah, are you (laughs) You kidding?
3: That sounds insane. It almost sounds like, I could be wrong, but it sounds like how I would approach an animal... Or something in the wild where you're yeah i go swimming with whales sometimes and the mom like will come up and the baby will come kind of close and then they'll come a little closer and then they'll come a little closer and kind of judge the safety yes of what they're who they're dealing with and to me it almost sounds like the same thing like this being is like i want to like be around you but like i'm judging whether or not this is a safe space
4: well they have to when you're making contact you actually like You want to meditate. You want to say a few things. You want to say, please make contact if it's safe for you. In Palm Springs on my birthday, I realized that they only showed up for like 10 to 15 seconds. And I think it was because they were in the middle of an airspace. Right. And like something may have could have happened. Maybe that's why they didn't stay longer. You know, you have to make sure that you're coming from a good intention place, that the environment of who you're with is loving and supportive. You want them to feel safe and otherwise they won't show so the most recent contact i made i went to this meditation retreat in mexico the week of the election actually and um the foundation of the city was built i think it's a rose court so the the frequency of the city was just super amazing and it was super easy to make contact we had been meditating all week and then it only took us 10 minutes before we looked up and saw I like we saw a ship at what looks like a concord plane you know those like black ones yeah that look like triangles it looked like that but it had two red lights and then at one point the ship just separated into two different ships like I can't explain it yeah but you're seeing it and you're just like cool so everyone else saw that yeah, yeah. all right so what it, and then you're just kind of, and then there's this surreal moment of like so do
3: we go inside? Like, were you? Wait, okay. Do we go Hold to on. bed? Yeah. Wait, what happens now?
1: <laughs> from BBC Radio Four,
5: Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
5: So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert snagajob.com where america
1: goes to hire this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu
3: I had that moment with my boyfriend. I was like, we saw that, so... Yeah, it's this weird, like, now what moment (laughs) where you're like, we just
4: saw something so unbelievable. And sometimes you just kind of go... Yeah. Okay. That was dope. Let's go to sleep. And then you just go inside and go to sleep. But what I will say, the wi- the most wild thing that's happened to me is I... Do
3: you know what astral projection is? Okay. I've been reading about it and I'm trying to wrap my brain around what it is. I've heard of so, it. I don't know exactly what it is though.
4: The best way that I can uh, have been able to understand it and describe it is when you're... When your consciousness leaves your body. Yeah. And you trap you can travel to different places in the present, future, past, or um you could travel travel to different planets. Like there's you can go travel, but you're you're you basically it's when you have like an out of body experience. And right. the night that I asked that orb to come back and hang out with me in my dreams, I've I fully astral projected that night in my sleep and i i wouldn't yeah it just i had this experience where like all of a sudden i was like <laughs> sounds so wild no i know I'm i don't even know, so you know if it. i want to say this <laughs>
3: i'm so here for it
4: yeah well it just was like i had this experience where i i was like come back let's hang out in my dreams and then i was in my room that night and these beings which I don't remember what they looked like. They were just like, do you want to come back to our planet? And I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm I'm sucked out of my room and I'm floating over the planet and I wasn't in like a ship or anything. But I'm just like hovering in like deep space and was just like, whoa. And they're like, you want to come see? And I was like, hell yeah. So then I fly to this pink and purple planet that looked like Dr. Seuss, very Dr. Seuss-like and... Then I woke up and that's all I remember. And so <gasps> I don't know if it was just a really intense dream <laughs> or oh if God. I full on astral projected or <gasps> if I was abducted. I'm not really sure, <laughs> but it I'm might open to, to any of it. <laughs> that's insane. It was, it was beautiful. And then my friend had the same experience a week later once he got home from the same trip. Wow. And it was just it was wild because I was I was like so were you in a ship? And he was like, no, that was the weird part. And I was like, I know <laughs> it's just like things lining up. we just it's really, really interesting. And, and yeah, I know there's going to be people that see this and they're like, she has lost her mind.
3: No, I will then <laughs> sign me up, too, because I think that the weirdest part is that we're when you talk about it, people think that that's insane. But there's so many people that have had this experience yes. or something similar yeah yeah just go watch some
4: ancient aliens and that'll blow your mind if you're not open to this that's what i did with my dad my stepdad he didn't believe in any of this stuff and a few years ago i was like dad just watch ancient aliens and try to like try to answer some of those questions yeah so then when he couldn't he started
3: getting into it and then he started you know, now he, uh, I think he believes, but I love that for you. It sounds like really enlightening and it's an experience that I'm like so open to having, but I feel like it does take meditation. I think that's an important part mm-hmm. of making contact and even, I don't know if it would be astral projection. I'm not sure what my experience was. I had a really strange experience during this time. where I was Really? Having, I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, it was. Not quite as cool. I didn't have a blob that wanted to be my (laughs) friend in the desert, but (laughs) I was just, I, I was having so much anxiety about the world and like the state of affairs. And I was like walking to Whole Foods to get some flowers and I just couldn't stop crying. I just couldn't stop crying about people in pain and like how much pain there is in the world. And I was so upset. And... I just couldn't stop crying. I couldn't figure it out. And I was laying in bed and I was like, okay, I'm going to do um, my like hypnosis kind of meditation thing. And all of a sudden, this, either, my higher consciousness, perhaps, or yep. whatever you want to call God. I don't really like love that word because it has so much baggage and death attached to it, but whatever you want to <laughs> call it, the thing, the thing that mm-hmm. I feel like people, look for our whole lives Uh it like filled my body physically Mm. and was started speaking to me i was like you're the kind of person that needs to feel things and all of a sudden i just felt this like wave of light and love and then my cat who i swear to god is like a little mini buddha (laughs) he like Puts my headphones in his mouth and brings them over to me. And I just start hearing this voice talking to me for three hours, asking questions and wow. visualizations. Kind of like what you're talking about. And it looked very Dr. Seuss is the thing, which tripped me out, which was, is what you said. Everything looked almost like a cartoon from the 70s or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And it was the first time I could say like, okay, I believe in you, whatever you are, whatever name yeah. you need to have, whatever it is, I feel you. So I believe mm-hmm. in you and it kind of changed my life. And now I'm like on this path to go as deep as I can. So I'm so curious what next time you go try to make contact. I'm totally tagging along. If that's yes, okay.
4: absolutely. I mean, literally there are some times where I'll just do it. In my backyard, I'll just meditate and then I just will look up in the sky for a few minutes and see if I see anything. But so there's tons of things that I started doing things that have like really helped me, um, I, be able to like make contact easier. Yeah. I think the more you meditate, the easier it gets. Um, I think also this like the study of consciousness is something I've been really into. So I've actually been studying a lot of quantum physics and quantum
3: theory and just like like string theory that because I was reading about that recently and I cannot wrap my brain around some of the stuff, though. (laughs) Like I got my G.E.D.
4: Let's be real. (laughs) I got my, my chest beat, my California proficiency exam. I passed that and that's it. Um, but there, well, there was this, there's this book that, um, I started reading in Mexico called a happy pocket full of money and actually has nothing to do with money. It's all about internal wealth and wealth consciousness, how you perceive your self value and, um, and how, quantum physics actually has to do with that uh, they explain it in the second chapter and how like what you put out into the universe is what you receive and so i i don't think i've learned about string theory yet but it's just like that there's a there's an actual science in what goes around comes around and it's insane and it's I've just been like whether it's oh I downloaded um Gaia onto my phone. Do oh, you know about Gaia? I've heard about
3: this. I've heard Ooh, about Oh, I it. love it.
4: Gaia is basically it's a streaming service and it's like a Netflix, but it's all spiritual content. So but
3: Gaia I'm then, gonna write that down too. And then Gaia and then the book you read was or you were reading. A happy Mexican. Pocket full of money yeah okay i'm gonna check all this out because i was recently reading about dimensions and how we can only operate in three fours time and there's at least ten if not more dimensions
4: there's more yeah i mean from my understanding so it's, uh, it's wild. I'll send you, once you download Gaia, I'll send you links to some of the stuff that really blew my mind. And I think it's just gonna be a fun little rabbit hole we're gonna go down. Oh
3: my God, yay, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm well, so excited see, too. I, just, <laughs> I have an extra couple minutes if you wanna tell anybody about anything to check out or just anything at all. Yeah, well, my
4: favorite streaming service is an app called Gaia the topics on here are so cool so like you go to browse and it has topics it has everything from the very first is afterlife but then it goes into ancient civilizations decoded aliens um big pharma (laughs) like chakras so it goes deep into chemtrails crop circle i mean it goes it goes in there's some like there's a lot that it goes in on but there's also a ton of Meditations. There's also like this really cool show called Microdose, where it's um, big ideas and bite-sized information. It's like seven-minute-long shows, but um, they talk about like one episode will be about the pineal gland, another episode will be about channeling. It's just really interesting.
3: God, that sounds like my new hobby is just uh, it, been it given it's, to me. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'll and I'll send you all this stuff to watch. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I feel like you've just opened a door that's going to open a lot more doors. Oh,
4: good. Yes. And I can send you a bunch of books, too. There's tons of books. Yeah,
3: because I've just been reading about it. And then that's why I started this is because I miss connection. And then I also want to take away the taboo of talking about things. I feel like, yeah, once you talk about it, you realize things are not A, they're not quote unquote crazy and I don't really love that word because I Mm -hmm. feel like it's really dismissive of things that people just haven't experienced themselves or they don't want to believe is true because it might fuck with their whole system in your head of what you think is going on or it might mess up the lineage of what Jesus said doesn't match up with what you're seeing. Or it just I think it is too big that some people are scared of it existing. Well, I was raised
4: Christian. And so I I understand a lot of those fears. Yeah. But I think when you start doing your own research, and you start digging into it more, I I just have the belief that like, it's just a little bit bigger than that. Like, I, I don't think that the Bible stops at I think there could be a Bible for every planet. Who says that, you know, that it that it just stopped with Earth? Who's to say there isn't a Bible for every planet, planet in the universe?
3: And you each know? person can, like, take the goodness. Yes. You know, it's like, take the good and leave the rest. There's this connection happening in this meditation that I had. Because I have a hard time with Instagram and all that shit. I have a hard time seeing negative stuff. And mm-hmm. I love connecting with people. Like that's how I reached out to you. But yeah. at the same time, then I see one person say something like terrible to me and that bums me out. So I've been like, why go back to something that's hurting you? Why would I go back and look at something that's hurting you? Yeah. And I was reminded by reaching out to other artists. I was like, this, it's a connection tool. Mm. And in my meditation, this higher consciousness, extraterrestrial, whatever God, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it God consciousness. God consciousness. I love that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, I don't think it's religion specific. I think it's all people. We all have this consciousness. Um, It was saying that the connections we're making through things like how we're on Zoom right now or our phones, Mm -hmm. at some point, we're all going to be talking about experiences like this enough that it's going to be unavoidable. To realize that we're all experiencing really insane feeling things and we're not actually going insane. We're evolving. Yes. Yes. And, And it's just, we just need to talk about it and open the conversations up.
4: I think that the fastest ticket to human evolution is self discovery and inner growth. I think the more inner work we do on ourselves, the faster we'll collectively grow as a civilization
3: I agree and that's a beautiful way to end this interview (laughs) yeah thank you so much for lending your amazing mind I'm like really excited about everything you just told me and I miss you already I'm so excited I'm gonna (laughs) text you later and talk to you about this stuff because I feel like we're on to something yeah definitely I love this and yeah
4: reach out to me anytime I love
3: talking about all of this stuff anytime me too it's almost becoming like my obsession
4: yeah yeah same (laughs) there's some other artists too that like are really into this shit as well I think it can't hurt for us to stick together you know yeah
3: I have a feeling by talking about it and like could be through music but it could be through conversation it could be through other forms of art (laughs) fuck who knows but I feel like (laughs) there are people experiencing this and it's happening. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I love you. Thank you. Love, I you love you your too. Hair. I'm so grateful for your <laughs> Thank hair. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah.